Welcome to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. How to build the emotional fortitude to win in life and in business. No fluff, just real world results. I'm your host, Ida Marmorani, ex-Israeli Special Forces, former undercover agent, jiu-jitsu black belt, and mindset expert. Welcome to today's episode. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down a case study of how to set boundaries, have tough conversations, and hopefully get to $25 million profit split like one of our alumni has done. So what we're going to be breaking down today is what he was doing before, what was the change that enabled him to have these tough conversations and set his boundaries so that he can achieve the result of getting a $25 million profit split. Now, this podcast is a bit of a different one. We're going to do it as a workshop. Also, slides are available. So if you're listening to this on a podcast device, you can also watch it on YouTube and see the slides himself. Or at the end of it, I'll give you a link where you can actually download all the slides and all the things you need to actually workshop this yourself. So with that said, let's get started. What we are going to be covering today is one, why we have unproductive arguments and often struggle to get others to respect our boundaries. Two, how we actually contribute to that. We can take responsibility. Three, question how we view boundary setting. And does it actually have to be a combative thing? And finally, a more productive framework, which again, you'll be able to download at the end of this episode. So first off, let's start with doing the opposite. Let's figure out how we can make sure that we build up to an unproductive blowout. So this would be a great formula on how to build up to an unproductive blowout. First, don't speak up when something bothers you. Just keep it locked in. Let it pend up. Then give vague signs that you're not happy with what's going on. But don't tell people exactly what you're thinking. Then build up resentment about the situation, but place blame on other people. Okay? So even though you're frustrated at what's going on, you say, I'm going to be frustrated at that person. I'm just going to blame him. Then get to a point where you're emotionally volatile, narrow into binary thinking, and have an outburst. Say, it's my way or the highway. This is how we're going to do it, or I'm not playing anymore. And then finally, not get respected. Because people say, oh, he was just being emotional today. She was just being emotional today. Whatever it may be. And they'll dismiss what you said and how you feel because you think you're in your feelings. So that's how to not build towards something productive. This is how to have an unproductive blowout. So let's talk about Real Estate Terry, which is an alias. So he was in the arena program. And basically, I asked him in the past, what was his situation? And he said, you know what? I don't like the deal structure with my current partners. But in the past, I've already gotten frustrated. I've told them it's not fair. And I felt like I was taken advantage of, but I got upset. I had enough. And I came to the conclusion that I can't go on. And I told myself, you know what? They either accept my new terms or I'm going to quit. And he brought it up to them in a very heated and combative way. And he basically told them, like, guys, meet my terms or I'm out. And when he said it like that, and with, again, much more enthusiasm, let's call it, they didn't take him seriously. They just waited for him to cool down, and they kind of emotionally reassured him. And it just kind of happened again and again and again. He was getting frustrated because he said, like, this is the second time it's happened. I've had a blowout. I try to bring it up, but nothing actually gets resolved. So here's the truth. When you're resentful, you're emotional. And when you're emotional, you do not communicate effectively. It's just what it is. Even if all the things that you're saying are very clear because you're emotional and because you're resentful, people are going to recognize, you know what? He's being aggressive right now. She's being combative right now. They're not going to feel like you're actually trying to solve a problem and they're not going to want to communicate with you because they feel like you're going after them. So what we have to do is to make sure that we don't build up this resentment so we can bring things up in a cool, calm, and collected manner. So building up resentment, let's talk about it. It's basically a factor of frustration over time. That equals resentment. The amount of frustration and the amount of time will build up to a lot of resentment. So for you guys listening in, not watching this, there's kind of a graph here. Basically on one axis, there's time. And then another axis, there's frustration. 
And then there's a middle line that goes up through them, the diagonal, that's resentment. So basically, the more time, the more frustration go up, the higher their resentment goes as well. Now, most people, without recognizing it, they have a certain line that they give themselves permission. Let's call this a permission line. That only once they get to a certain level of frustration, do they give themselves permission to speak up. Say, okay, once I'm a little bit frustrated, it's okay, I can take that. I should just accept that. But now this is a really, really, really big deal, and it's already taken a couple of years, so now I'm going to speak up. But when they do that, they're already at a certain level of resentment that's really hard to hone in and not just get frustrated and blow up at. So here's the deal. This is something I actually learned with me and my wife. We come from very different cultures, and I had to recognize for a long time that she wouldn't give herself as much permission to speak up when something was a 1 out of 10 frustrating for her as I would. So I wouldn't anticipate that this is something that I'm doing that's really bothering her because she wouldn't speak up. And it was something that we had to work through to make sure that A, I could read her better and B, and B she felt more permission to speak up earlier so that she wouldn't get resentful or frustrated at me while I didn't know it. So let's talk about what Terry did wrong. Terry didn't speak up about what actually bothered him. He waited for a certain amount of years before it actually hit his frustration line and he gave himself permission to speak out. But again, it came out very aggressively because of it. And by that point, he was very resentful. So lesson one of what we're doing today, it's crucial to assert a boundary before we get upset. Once we're already upset, that boundary probably isn't going to get respected. So again, lesson number one, it's crucial to assert a boundary before we get upset. So what I asked Terry when he was in the program, I asked him specifically, have you had a conversation with them about this already? And again, he said, I had a conversation with them that it's not fair, but I wasn't very clear and they kind of charmed me through it. So again, let's go back to the framework of how to build an unproductive blowout. First, he didn't speak up for a while and then he gave vague signs that he isn't happy with what's going on. Now, the reason that happened, it was because he wasn't actually very clear on what's going on. And if you're not clear on why something does or does not work for you, it's unrealistic to expect others to accept that. So here's the deal. We always negotiate in life. It's a big part of it. And if I'm not clear on why I'm negotiating, why something is important to me, and what I actually want out of it, I can't expect the other side to come to an agreement and actually understand that as well. So lesson number two, if you're not clear on what you want and why, don't expect others to respect your boundaries because they're actually very, very weak boundaries. If you don't actually know why you want to uphold these boundaries, others are actually not going to respect them. So let's talk about it like this. Why do we resent other people? Think about it this way. Do you like to feel trapped or powerless? Is that an emotion you enjoy having in your life? Probably not, right? Now, what do most humans, not you, but most other humans find more convenient? One, to take extreme ownership and responsibility for their situations in life. Or two, to place blame on others. It's number two. That's what we all naturally default to. And if you dislike a person who has power over you, you'll feel trapped and resentful. However, if you dislike a situation you're in, you all of a sudden recognize that you have the power to change it. It's two different things. Now, we naturally default to putting blame on a person, saying this person is doing this or that. But what could be more powerful is to say, you know what, the situation that I'm in that involves this individual is not something I want to be a part in. So therefore, now I recognize I have the power to change it. It's the power of instead of blaming a person, to understanding that I'm in a situation that I don't like. It's a very powerful difference. Now, Terry resented the people instead of the situation. It's why he felt trapped and powerless and got emotional, i.e. what we often do when we feel threatened in life in general. 
Now, to understand what caused the tipping point and why things changed is that during the program, one of the main things we do in the arena program, we help people understand what are their subconscious fears, to draw them to make to take certain actions that don't actually serve them, that are not aligned with what they say they actually want. And Terry realized that he had a big fear around rejection and abandonment, and that fear caused him to not speak up. His subconscious wanted more to not be abandoned than actually wanted to have that cash, that result, so to speak. And because of that, because of that fear of possibly being abandoned by his business partners or them being rejecting him when he actually says what he wants, he let a lot of time and frustration build up, and therefore he was very resentful. Now, this is why it's so powerful to understand what's actually going on in your subconscious. Because the resentment is probably because you're not giving yourself permission to speak up because there's something there. There's some kind of belief structure there. And there's some kind of fear that's holding you back. So rule number three is know your fear or your fears will control your fate. It really is that simple at times. So let's go back to the framework. First off, again, he didn't speak up. He waited a long time. He gave vague signs that he's not happy, wasn't clear on what he wanted. Then he built up resentment about the situation, but placed blame on other people. His fear of abandonment caused him to think this business partnership is what he must accept, and therefore he felt trapped. And because he felt trapped, he felt really resentful and frustrated. So rule number four, amateurs resent people. Pros accept responsibility for situations they resent putting themselves in. They take that responsibility, that ownership. It's a big thing. And for him, this was a turning point. So why did Terry not have an outburst with take it or leave it implications after feeling trapped by the situation? Because again, he realized all of a sudden he wasn't actually trapped. This is the big thing. His turning point was that he recognized, you know what, I don't have to be stuck in this situation. So instead of getting stuck and getting to a point where he's emotionally volatile, then narrowing to binary thinking and having an outburst and then not being respected because he was just emotional, he was able to understand the situation as it currently was wasn't a long-term fit for him. And he was able to be at peace with that because he recognized, you know what? It's just my fear of abandonment and that fear of possible rejection on the other side of this. And I don't have to be a victim to that. And he no longer felt powerless all of a sudden. He didn't feel the need to get very defensive and aggressive and generally irrational. So here's what Terry did. He had a tough conversation with himself first about what he was okay and not okay with. He got very, very clear on that so they couldn't charm him out out of his logic. He was like, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. He got very clear on that first. He took responsibility. Then he accepted that he's not trapped and that it's not binary. He said to himself, even if the partners say no, we can figure out a win-win wind-down strategy while we all find better fits in life and in business. And then he felt more empowered and less resentful. So he scheduled a meeting and had a productive and assertive conversation instead of a combative and emotional argument. And because he was able to do things all the right way and really assert himself, and this is the big thing, he got to a $25 million profit split, which is amazing. So what we've covered so far is one, why we have unproductive arguments and often struggle to get others to respect our boundaries and how we contribute to that. Question, how we view boundary setting. And again, recognize that it doesn't have to be combative. It usually just is combative because we wait so long that we get to a point where we're frustrated and resentful. And finally, a more productive framework. So the workshop bit for you guys. This is where I suggest you now figure this out. If you're having a place where you find yourself struggling, perhaps not in business, but in your personal life or whatever it may be, to really assert yourself and to feel like I can have a tough conversation, I can assert a boundary, first ask yourself, what's the one main issue where you feel their boundaries aren't respected around? Something that you perhaps have a feeling of resentment or frustration around. Then accept that it's a situation, not a person. And this is tough. 
it is really difficult. It's not natural to say, I'm going to put the blame on myself for getting myself into this situation instead of just blaming another person. But the more we can do that, even if it's not the actual truth, but we can just decide I'm going to take responsibility for this, the better off we will be. Then clarify what you're okay and not okay with, i.e. your boundaries and why those are what they are. This is really important. You can't have boundaries that are meaningless. You're going to say, oh, this is my boundary. When someone asks you why, you can't explain why. You have to be able to tell yourself and tell others why these are your boundaries, why this is important to you. Then accept that you're not trapped and understand also what's another side of it possibly not being a fit and make peace with that. That might be a reality and you have to make peace with that. And then feel more empowered and less resentful. Recognize that this is a situation that I can get myself out of. I'm not just a victim here and this other person is the bad guy that I can't do anything about. From there, set a deadline to have a productive and assertive conversation instead of a combative and emotional argument. This is really big to actually say, I'm going to set a line in the sand. I'm going to say, this is the time where I'm going to bring this up and I would like to talk about this. And then hopefully results not guaranteed. You can also get the $25 million profit split. Now, again, that was today's podcast about how to set boundaries, have tough conversations and a $25 million profit split. Two main things. First off, you can get the slides for this and you can get the actual prompts that we have here at the end if you just go to the links below. And also on top of that, if you're not clear on what your subconscious fears are, your subconscious beliefs that could be holding you back, that's a problem. This framework is probably not going to help you if all those things overpower you. If your subconscious overpowers your actually logical brain, not allowing you to do the things that you know you should be doing. So if you want to get clear on that, exactly what are the subconscious beliefs that could be holding you back from having the tough conversations, setting your boundaries, and having hopefully a $25 million profit split, you can go check out the Military Grade Mindset course. It's in the links below. It's the quickest and most impactful way to uncover exactly what could be holding you back from achieving what you want to achieve. Hope today was helpful, guys, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoyed it and found value in it. Three last things before you go, though. If you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could be accomplishing more than you currently are, that's a mindset and emotional access issue. And here are three ways I'd love to help you conquer any internal limitations, go big and win. One, three quick ideas Tuesday newsletter. It's a weekly email with three quick ideas around one aspect of elite performance and how to approach it differently to get better and faster results. People say it's the most thought-provoking and impactful two minutes they spend in their inbox each week. It's easy to sign up to and easy to cancel, and you can sign up at edamomryan.com slash three ideas. Two is the Emotional Fortitude Micro Course. It will help you build the emotional fortitude and confidently tackle any goal. It's the complete, nothing held back, emotional fortitude system in five simple parts. It's all under five minutes each module. See it, use it, and win. And it's completely free at edamomryan.com slash course. And number three, lastly, if you want to dive in and aggressively level up, the Arena Mindset Accelerator might be for you. It's a six-week intense sprint for entrepreneurs who are up for a dramatic transformation. It's an interactive live program where you'll be working with me in a very hands-on way to get clarity on what you want, build an effective mindset to optimize for your goals, and establish elite emotional fortitude that would allow you to overcome any fear or doubt that could get in your way. You can learn more at itamarmorani.com slash accelerator. You can find all of these links in the show notes below or go to itamarmorani.com and have a look around. Until next time, who dares wins. <laughs>